Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. For those of you who've probably been sleeping, living, not paying attention to anything while you're under rock, you might miss out on the fact that crypto is ripping through kingdom hum. Technically, is Bitcoin at a new all-time high? No, but it's looking really, really strong. So to kick off the new year, crypto, specifically Bitcoin, Ethereum, Solana, started out the year with a bang breaking. Bitcoin breaks 45,000. So here's a look at Bitcoin right now as I'm filming this 45.3K. For a while there, really to conclude the year, strong, strong rally. Then we saw a bit of a consolidation, fake out breakout of the initial trend line in late December. But then recently, really, like I said, to perfectly kick off the year, exploded above the trend line. We're seeing a nice follow through. And in fact, it got perfectly rejected at a resistance level from a long, long time ago that we saw back in February of 22. The next level I have up is a hair above 48,000. Obviously, if it retracts below this trend line, it would be a fake out breakout. But right now, there is a lot of enthusiasm. And I would argue it's for good reason. But before we get to it, I found this really, really cool graphic just because like a lot of the times at the end of a calendar year, the start of a new one, we start to look at like yearly performance and how have things performed the year, five years, 10 years, that type of a thing. So this is a really, really interesting graphic of basically a couple key things where people are like, where should I put my money? And let's just get this rock. So you have Bitcoin savings and gold. Uh, and it started in 2014. And it was kind of in 2016 that Bitcoin clearly started to outperform. And as you're about to see, and maybe some of you guys already have the numbers, you're going to realize that in terms of a safe haven asset, uh, a fight against inflation, Bitcoin has been the dramatic winner. The clearly dramatic winner. So gold slowly going up, savings slowly going up. And because inflation's worse, that actually kind of means you lost value. Not technically in gold, but in savings, you definitely want to. The one where you're really ahead in the past decade, you just have Bitcoin cripping, cripping, and doing a little bit more of ripping. Uh, recently, obviously, there was a pullback from the all-time high, but seems like we're kicking off the new year with quite a bit of a bang so we'd love to see this orange line if they ever update this particular graphic to uh, just keep going higher and higher and higher so just wanted to i guess set a little bit of a framework a little bit of the tone of what's going on but why is there enthusiasm right now pretty simple there's two big things going down in 2024 this year if you believe in the gregorian calendar that should really, really favor Bitcoin. One of them should be going down in January. So if you look at all the poll places, all the fancy schmancy analysts, the columnists, all that, they're saying about a 90% chance that within the first two weeks of January, the first spot Bitcoin ETF will be approved. That is very, very exciting to the point that some people are actually starting to clock it. So they're thinking around January 10th. So obviously a lot of enthusiasm there. And just for those of you who are like, well, hang on, if we have the spot Bitcoin ETF, why is that good? Because it basically just opens up exposure of Bitcoin 
to a lot of people who don't want their own crypto wallets or anything like that, just people who maybe have retirement accounts. Don't forget that the retirement industry in the US is over $10 trillion. When you have actively managed money, we're now talking over $30 trillion. So even if a small, small percentage decides to want exposure to Bitcoin, that's simply more demand. And we know supply is either flat or going down. So this is basic equilibrium where they cross over, that's price and price will be forced to go up. So a lot of excitement there. I think it gets even more interesting of the fact of we get more regulatory clarity, which I think will really just help the crypto world grow. Uh, speaking of the spot Bitcoin ETF, this is something that happened right to conclude the year, and it really just shows the hypocrisy of the government of Wall Street, particularly JP Morgan, and really specifically, I'm talking about Jamie Dimon. So this is an SEC filing for BlackRock. BlackRock is obviously one of the dozen or so companies that's looking to get a spot Bitcoin ETF. And whenever you have an ETF, you have this thing called an AP, an authorized participant. I don't want to get too much into the weeds of it, but what an authorized participant is, is you basically have the issuer or sponsor of the ETF, the person who's kind of managing it, like, and in this case, it would be BlackRock. But then you have these authorized participants, and those are the people who go out into the world and actually get the things that's within the ETF. So an ETF, an exchange traded fund, think of it as a basket of something. Now in the spot Bitcoin ETF, that is the ETF and what's in it is Bitcoin. So JP Morgan is actually saying, hey, yeah, yeah, we'll be the person who goes out there and ensures that the ETF is kind of trading at the appropriate level based on what's actually within the basket. So this isn't something that they're paid to do, but they end up making money off of it because of arbitrage. So they know, okay, where's the ETF trading, what's actually in the basket, and they could just arbitrage it up or down accordingly to make sure that it's trading at the appropriate price. This is actually a beneficial thing to have. A lot of the times with the world's most popular ETFs, you'll actually have multiple APs just kind of monitoring the situation to ensure that the ETF's price is trading at the like fair value of everything within the basket. And if they need to buy some more, sell some more, they're the ones who keeps it transparent and within balance. And it's interesting that JP Morgan is doing this because not that long ago, we had Jamie Dimon, who happens to be the CEO of the company, talking crap. Bitcoin, etc. You pointed out the only true use case for it is criminals, drug traffickers, anti-money laundering, tax avoidance. And that is a use case uh, because it is somewhat anonymous, not fully, and because you can move money instantaneously and because it doesn't go through as you mentioned, all these systems have built up over many years. You know your customers, sanctions, OFAC, it's, they can get bypass all of that. I, if I was the government, I'd close it down. If I was the government, I would close it down. That is a direct statement from the CEO and leader of JP Morgan, who obviously is now going to be listed as an AP for a spot Bitcoin ETF, which I, you just have to love the hypocrisy. You have to love it. Saying that it's so bad the government can shut it down, but hang on, I want my finger in the pie to make some money off of this opportunity. So more than happy for my company. Like they definitely make money off being the AP. So more than happy to be trading it, helping managing it, help getting the resources into the ETF, but also simultaneously thinks that it should be shut down. 
Folks, that's the definition of hypocrisy. BlackRock, Valkyrie named authorized participants, including JP Morgan for Bitcoin ETF. So BlackRock, Valkyrie, they are the ones who are trying to manage it, be the sponsor of the ETF. And then obviously they're reaching out. Really, when it comes to APs, these authorized participants, just think the world's biggest banks, JP Morgan, Goldman Sachs, yada, 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 that type of a thing. So they're naming them. And I just, I, I cannot get over the hypocrisy related to it. So that's kind of why people are excited in the short term in January and really in 2024, because when you have inflation running rampant, lack of trust in the government, and also more technical events like the having thing, the having which should be happening within uh, mid-April of this year, if that's the anticipated date, those are all bullish, obviously. But I want to take a step even further back and leave you with this video from Andreas Antonopoulos. This is a bigwig, genius dude, a tech entrepreneur in Europe who has been a big, big supporter of the world of crypto for many, many years now. And this is a little bit of a talk that he was giving back when Bitcoin was trading at $100. Once again, Bitcoin's now trading above 45,000. And you can even see it before I start this video of the popularity of crypto. Back then, there's a couple of people like Andreas who understand it. They get what's going on and they're kind of talk. They're trying to talk about it, trying to get other people to see what's happening. And as you could tell, just no one was caring at that point in time. But imagine if anyone listened to him getting in sub $100, how much money you would have now. The topic I want to talk about today is Bitcoin neutrality. Bitcoin neutrality. What does Bitcoin neutrality mean? Neutrality in Bitcoin means being able to adopt Bitcoin in any culture, any language, any religion, any geography, but also any political or economic system. So Bitcoin neutrality is about making Bitcoin a standard that is independent of your desires and expectations. This isn't a libertarian currency any more than it's a communist currency. It's a currency and it can be applied to any political system, whether it is the political system you like or not. It's a neutral currency. Through the past year, when we learned about inflation, monetary policy, the Fed, central banks worldwide, to me, it kind of dawned on me of, wow, this is crazy. In fact, it's insanely crazy that we rely on humans who maybe intentionally or unintentionally make mistakes. We've seen it before, not just in the US, but on the global scale of central banks, the people controlling the money supply, making blunder after blunder after blunder. Look what's going on in Argentina. Look what happened to El Salvador. Look at Turkey. Look what's going on in the US. Look what's going on in Europe. Inflation is running rampant because of these central banks printing money like a drunken sailor. The issue with that is like, yeah, sometimes I understand why they think they need to print it, but it's unpredictable because they are humans and humans make mistakes. While on the other side, you have Bitcoin where the code is out there. It is open source. It is a monetary policy that is perfectly algorithmically designed and it's known to everyone. There's no surprises. And if you ask me when it comes to the world of currency, it's one of those things that we probably shouldn't be having surprises. So I just wanted to quickly highlight this because it was talking about it when Bitcoin was sub $100. Obviously, from then until now, it's come a very, very long way. And if you ask me, yes, I'm invested in it. I guess I should have said it at the start. So am I optimistic? Of course, I'm optimistic. And I just think 
that the world, as it starts to learn about monetary policy, what's going on, who controls money, I'm willing to bet that as the populace wakes up, they're going to start to demand something that's a little bit more reasonable. And in my book, something that is open source where there's no surprises, to me, that is pretty reasonable. Hence exactly why not only am I invested in Bitcoin, but I'm pretty freaking bullish on it in the short term and then obviously also in the long term. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.